What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Freaking Jim. Freaking right. I think he's finishing the Warriors game. He's pretending like his, his roommates are being loud or something, but I think he's – I don't know if the Warriors game is over or what, whatever's going on, but Jim will be here in a moment. So, John with you here on the wrap-up show. 4-3, Twins in 11. Padres muster four hits uh and fall to one game over 500 nearing one quarter of the way through the season as you make your way in please subscribe as we always tell you um, please smash that like button for us even following tonight's game um please follow me on twitter at john schaefer at jim russell sd we're gonna get to all the supers i think Car- i see carlos is here contributing already carlos thank you man um there's a lot to get into we're gonna start with carlos's supers in a moment um if you'd like to become a member click the join button um, if you'd like to pick up some Padres merchandise, by the way, with Father's Day coming up, um, if you're looking for a gift for the Padres fan in your life, click the link that is pinned at the top of the chat. You'll get to Foco's Padres merchandise page. Pick up something like this floral cap. So we'll get to that um, coming up. But, you know, after last night, you know, there's reasons for encouragement. You think about what Juan Soto did yesterday and today. Padres score six runs. Um Tonight, for a moment, it looked good when they were able to rally back from 2 nothing down. But, I mean, you can't hit with men in scoring position again. They've been hitless with men in scoring position this year 13 times. That's completely inexplicable. And then um, four total hits. Four total hits. You look up and down this box score, and it's tough to figure out. It's tough to figure out. And just the opportunities that were squandered in this game, whether it's the bases loaded spot there in extra innings or some of the they had base runners in the first six innings, they had base runners in the first six innings and didn't score against Pablo Lopez. You know, who's a quality starting pitcher, but this is the big leagues. I mean, you're going to face quality starting pitching each and every series, some series, multiple times, some series, three times or more. So frustrating. I mean, the offense has been, inept at times you know every once in a while it'll awaken but four hits in 11 innings in minnesota which is on an 80 degree night or whatever it was today what was it today in minnesota um 77 degrees i mean come on not a muster more than that especially behind lugo who is good you, you go through everyone in your bullpen and you come up on the wrong end of it and you know all of a sudden you look up you're behind arizona by a couple of games you're behind the dodgers by three and a half games and it's it's an important time i know it's may but it's an important time right now because you're going to la this weekend and at some point you're gonna have to win a big series and maybe it's this series maybe they win it tomorrow by taking game three maybe they go to la and win it but um this team has question marks and this team has work to do so let's get right to it starting with our buddy carlos mania carlos my man, thank you for hanging out. Um, frustrating game, no question about it. 
Um, so I'm going to start with Carlos's super. And again, if you want to contribute, click the dollar sign below the chat box. As you know, we get to each and every super every single night. It is a great way to support the work we're doing here on the wrap-up show. So Carlos says, okay, Soto's raking, but now Bogarts is a dead man batting. Is it too much to ask to have freaking consistency? Nola is still trash. Odor is literally unplayable. And Nola should be in Mexico by now. Obviously, the uh, the suicide from Nola in the 11th inning, for whatever it's worth, you know, I, I mean, I, I'm not going to convince you that Nola has provided value for this team. I don't think he has. Um, Bogarts is really mired in a bit of a rut. Was one for four tonight, did walk uh, to load the bases. Um, whenever that was, top of the 11th inning, right? I thought that was a good plate appearance. Um, he has struggled. I mean, he was really good for the first three weeks of the season. Uh, he's come back to earth and then some. Um, I think Juan Soto has passed him right now. Um, as to, in terms of really, right now, last two weeks, Juan Soto is your most consistent hitter. Look at the last 11 games. Juan Soto is, what's he hitting? 400 in his last 11 games. You know, Tatis has cooled off a little bit, did have a, a hit um, in that, was it the eighth inning when they came back to tie the score? Tatis started that thing or was a part of that thing, which was encouraging. But um, I'm with you on Bogarts. You know, the Odor thing, I don't understand. He's the 26th man on the roster sitting 100. Uh, how do you explain it? I mean, the catching situation is bad. I mean, Sullivan, Nolan, and Campisano, when he comes back, it's just not a good combination. Maybe Campisano is able to contribute. But it was just, you know, I- I'm with you, Carlos. I mean, the consistency is lacking. You know, they'll have a day where they do get production out of two or three of these players. Machado yesterday, Soto yesterday. But today, Machado's 0 for 4. Um Soto did contribute today. The home run, multiple walks, hit a ball hard early for a line-out double play. So Soto's, you know, I think playing as well as he's played in the Padres uniform over the last 10, 11, 12 games. The rest of this lineup, Tatis obviously has shown up at times here to start the year, but, you know, you you got some – there's some problems, and I don't know what it's going to take. I really don't. I mean, what are we waiting for next week against the Kansas City Royals at home? But then what are we going to hear? Oh, it's hard to hit at Petco Park. Let me get to another super from Carlos. Thank you again, Carlos. Appreciate you hanging out tonight. Um, he says, this thing won't let me curse, but don't even get me started. They're literally giving away wins. Different month, same problems. Pathetic. I want to say it's either the worst hitting team with men in scoring position or the second to worst they're either 29th in hitting with men in scoring position or 30th the thing with something like that is it can be something that extends beyond just a quarter of the season i mean if it's happened for a quarter of the season what prevents it from happening for half the season or longer there's something about clutch hitting that sometimes is like a year in year out thing it seems to be clutch for a year and it doesn't have that clutch gene same thing with players where they can hit with men in scoring position one year, and that doesn't guarantee that they hit in men in scoring position another year. This is perplexing. 13 games without a hit with a man in scoring position this season is utter lunacy. 13 games out of, what, 37? What's that pacing for? They're pacing to go 55-plus games without a hit with a man in scoring position? What? That's just ridiculous is what it is. So, they need to buck that trend immediately. And you're not going to win with that combination. If it were like, yeah, they win when they score three runs. Well, not if they score three runs in 11 innings. I mean, you're not going to win every night scoring three runs. I know the record's great scoring three or more, but they're scoring, they're going to need to score more than three a lot. Um, pitching was good here today. And, you know, 
I think you got to back your pitching when you're through nine innings having allowed two runs. You know, when Seth Lugo allows two runs in six innings, you know, with this offense, with what they've invested in this offense, this $1 billion offense plus, you know, I'm not saying every night you're going to be able to score six runs, but it seems like every single night they're not capable of rallying and putting together crooked numbers or big innings or coming through in the clutch. And that really is troublesome and frustrating and will drive you, you know, up a wall. Carlos, thank you again, man, for uh, the super guys. If you're here, please subscribe. Padres fall in 11 to the Twins for three. They'll play the rubber match on Thursday morning, and then they'll go to L.A. for a three-game set against the Dodgers at Dodgers Stadium. Oh, please subscribe. Again, smash the like button for us, and thank you for the supers. Click the dollar sign below the chat box. I'm told Jim will be here, and when he does, the uh, the mood will change a little bit on the wrap-up show because, you know, Jim will be here. But um, let me get to the super. He says, it's so frustrating because our starting pitching has been great so far. I expect that to regress, and this offense has looked worse than the A's. Every game counts. I'm with you on every game counts. You, you know it, Carlos. I mean, what, what me and Jim do each and every day is to – break down the game the way I think it should be broken down. I don't want to wait until August and say, oh, let's, who cares? Who cares? The six teams make the playoffs in the National League. Why, why do we talk about this random game? Because they all do matter. They all do count. And there's trend lines over the course of a season that you're weaving in and out of. And, you know, it's a lengthy, concerning trend, the lack of consistent hitting for this team. And I, th- I think that's fair to say, you know, consistent hitting. They, they have hit. They have hit. There have been times they've hit. Um, But consistently, it hasn't really been there. I mean, maybe there's a three-game stretch in there where they do. But in terms of hitting for like a week, they really haven't had a week where they've just flat out hit. Maybe it comes and they have a 6-1 and week or a 7-0 week. You know, maybe that's coming. Um, But it doesn't feel like a formality. It doesn't feel like it's a guarantee. And then you hear the excuse, well, they've had a tough schedule. I mean, every team's going to have a tough schedule. Every team's playing every team. It's the universal schedule in baseball. You know, has the Padres schedule been more challenging than other teams in the National League? Who cares? I mean, what what does that even mean? At the end of the day, their record is their record. Their standing is their standing in the National League West. And does it lighten up? I mean, arguably. So you get Kansas City for a three-game series at home, but you know, then you have a home series against the Red Sox. Then you're on the road for like 10 with the Nationals and Yankees and the Marlins. I mean, who knows? Who cares what the schedule is? This team is, is built to beat good teams. So I don't really want to hear about the schedule. Um, I don't think that's a, a reasonable excuse, to be honest with you, for the way they've played so far. J.D. Gatcher, thanks, man, for uh, hanging out, for uh, your support of this channel, for your contributions, for uh, listening to us on the radio. Really do appreciate it. Um, he wants to know with the super chat any concerns about Hader or back to back blown saves. I would say literally none. I think the blown save rule is stupid with the ghost runner. He struck out three batters in the inning and allowed a base hit. I mean, the, the blown save rule is dumb. Like it's not an earned run. I understand it. Like but you're protecting one run lead with a runner at second and nobody out. The odds of a run scoring with a runner at second and nobody out is something like over 50%. Like that run's going to score something like 55% of the time, but we're going to count that as a blown save. And, and I get it. It's Josh Hader. He's capable of getting out of that spot. He's gotten out of that spot a number of times. But that's, it's hard for me to put any onus on a reliever that allows a run to score. Now, when additional runs score, that's 
I'm all for, you know, the accountability, but like, I don't know. I get it's Josh Hader. He's as good of a reliever or closer as there is in baseball, but to put it on Hader for what happened here tonight, I can't do. I have to put it on the offense, um, their inability to hit the clutch, their inability to take advantage of base runners in the first six innings. And, you know, there's some tough luck in there. First inning, the double play, the ridiculous Joey Gallo double play. I don't know if he caught that. We were on the air at the time. It looked like it was maybe trapped or off the ground. The Juan Soto 105-mile-per-hour bullet that was a line drive double play. I mean, there's some bad luck in there. That, that, there's something to be said for that tonight, to be to be honest and to be fair. You play 10 times over, the Gallo ball drops in, the Soto ball ends up in right field. You probably do muster another run, two, three, who knows, maybe more than that. Um, but the results are the results, and they scored two runs, and it's not good enough. But they scored three runs because it actually it wasn't good enough. But I'm not going to put it on Hater. Um, and the other blown save, I mean, credit bats. I mean, you're talking about a Hall of Fame caliber player in the prime of his career. It's done that previously. That's one of the best players in baseball. And, you know, I think that's more of a credit to bats than it is a disservice or like a discredit to Josh Hader. Um, all right, let me get back to the Supers here. And our buddy, Carlos, who says the Dodgers are on a roll, blowing out opponents in a winning series they should. I'm just scared that when we click it, it'll be too late and we'll play for a wild card. Well, here's the good news, everyone. Here's the good news. It's far from that right now. Now, the Dodgers are capable of going on those runs where all of a sudden you blink and everything's out of reach. I thought that happened last year. Whenever it was, was it June? Maybe the second half of June, you know, Padres for the first couple of months, well, they got off to the best start in franchise history. For a couple of months, Padres were even, if not ahead, of the Dodgers. But then, like, in a New York minute, the Dodgers were 10 games up. And when, once a team as good as L.A. is 10 games up, you know, it's one thing if it's like Arizona built a 10-game lead, and you still say, well, that's not going to be easy. But it's at least something you can envision overcoming. Um, you know, Giants somehow get out to a 10-game lead. You can say, okay, well, they're not in familiar territory. Maybe at some point in the season they're going to go through a rut. Maybe, you know, the Padres can win a series and get back into it, you know, make up some ground in the division. The Dodgers get out to a 10-game divisional lead. Give me a break. I mean, who who in this chat right now believes that if the Dodgers have a 10-game divisional lead at any point this year, they'll be caught? I, you know, that's really hard to envision. Not to say that it's impossible, but it's hard to envision. And then they stretched it out to 15 last year and 20, and the thing's obviously over. Now, we're not at that point, but then again, we're very early – in the season. Right now, it's a three-and-a-half game difference between the Padres and the Dodgers. That's why I would say it's important this weekend because, you know, you got you know, you got a swing here where you win two out of three, you're staying within two, three games, you lose two out of three, all of a sudden you can find yourself in that five-game range. Again, not the end of the world in the middle of May, but with a team like the Dodgers that's capable of rattling off 14 of 17 or whatever they can do, you go 500, they go 14 to three, and all of a sudden it's out of reach. So that's not what anyone envisioned or forecasted to start the year. And that hasn't happened, but it's capable of occurring if the Padres don't play better baseball. And now I think they've played better with Tatis. I, mean, I know they've played better with Tatis. They had a 9-4, and 13-game stretch. San Diego did. Um, we need to see it again. We need to see it more consistently. And until this team is like eight games over 500, you're going to be worried about their ability to fall back to 500. So at some point, they're going to have to stretch it out to get six, seven, eight over, and they have time to do it. But Carlos's point is valid that 
you know, I think if the Dodgers get out to a 10-game lead, it doesn't matter what the Padres do from there on out. They're going to be hard to catch. Again, we saw what happened last year in the postseason. Not impossible to envision the Padres as a wildcard team making a run of the postseason, being healthy at the right time, having the talent to pull that off. But again, I mean, what's the better the better path? It's winning the division is the better path. You could get a bye, um, and you put yourself in a better position to potentially, you know, get deeper into the postseason, uh, return to a national championship series, get to a World Series for the first time, you know, in, since 1998. So, yeah, I, I think it's a very legitimate um, concern of Carlos. I really do. Um as I'm a one-man band right now, because who the hell knows what Jim is doing, if you have a comment you want to make sure I see, because it's literally impossible for me to keep up with the chat, please make sure to contribute with the super. I will get to the supers because those pop up separately for me. If I miss a super, please let me know as well. But again, if you want to make sure I get your comment here tonight, like the comments from J.D. Gaucho, Carlos, and others, just click the dollar sign. It's below the chat box. I will get to all of the supers here tonight. We appreciate you hanging out with us here on this uh, Wednesday evening with the Twins, who have had, you know, a, a nice year. They have. Their starting pitching has been as good as the Padres. It's been one of the surprises in baseball. I think they've thrown more innings than any rotation in baseball this year. I like Pablo Lopez. Um, he was good enough tonight. I think the Padres had opportunities to do way more than they did, other than the Juan Soto solo home run. Um, in terms of the good, and I do think we should mention what Soto is doing here, you know, and I know you look at the box and say, well, he's one for three with, with two walks. Well, that's a good night. I mean, when you homer and you reach base safely three times and the team three runs and you, you know, you're uh, responsible for, you know, a bulk of this offense. Now, I know he had a chance to come through there in the ninth inning, I want to say, or when was it, the eighth inning in a 2-2 game, didn't convert. He lined the ball out sharply for his other uh, put out in this game or other out in this game. Um, Soto is really finally – First of all, hitting the ball to all fields. Um, again, not just reaching via the walk, but also getting on base. Doubled yesterday, four for four overall. I mean, he, he's playing good baseball. I think I just looked it up tonight. I think he's seventh in the National League on base percentage. He's top 20-ish in OPS in the National League. So despite all of the struggles, and we've all seen it play out, he's like you know, the 20th most effective offensive player in the National League. Again, you're asking him to be much better than that making that trade. You hope he's a top three player in the National League, but he shot up quickly over the last 10 days, hopefully continues for another 10 days, and all of a sudden you're looking at one of the top you know, handful of players in the National League. I understand if you, if you don't want to say he's turned a corner because you've seen this play out over parts of two years and you're concerned about his ability to hit consistently as well or reach consistently, but I think now over the last 10 or 11 games he's, he's consistently been a lot better, and I think something has clicked here for Juan Soto that's working. Um, and hopefully that continues not just through tomorrow, but really that Dodger series because he didn't play well in that first Dodger series. If he can be a different maker in that series, if he can have a series like this, this weekend, five, six hits, reach base eight, nine times, right? Really change the complexion of a game or a series. That's what, that's what we're looking for. That's what we're hoping for. Um, so we'll see if that, if that happens or not. Listen, I, I understand the frustration, you know, like Trevor, who's here in the chat. Um, you know, I'm with you. I, I really am. I cannot. If I could figure it out, then they'd be paying me to manage. Um, if Bob Melvin could figure it out, I think they would have done it before 37 games, if I'm being honest. I said it at the start of the trip. If they don't play well on the trip and they go two and four, you got two problems. A, 
the Dodgers are creating separation because you went to enforce means you're losing against them. And all of a sudden you're four, five, six out. And then B, you're under 500 at the one quarter point of your season, which of course can be overcome. And 120 games remaining is more than 40 having been played. But 40 is a trend. 40 is enough of a sample size. We, we can stop messing around with the sample size. The sample size is legitimate now, right? We have like, you know, like in, in voting when they're like X percent of the precincts are reporting. This ain't 2%. This isn't 2% of the state of Pennsylvania. We're, we're, we're getting some percent, right? Philly's reporting, okay? We're getting Pittsburgh's reporting, okay? We, we're, we're getting a feel for what's going on. Um, this isn't some mirage. These, these count just like they're going to count in August and and September, and you know, at the end of the road trip, I think you look at the team and you, and you grade and you assess and say, hey, listen, we've, we've seen a quarter of the games this year. Padres fans have seen a quarter of the game. What is this team? What's their DNA? What's their makeup? What's their calling card? How are they going to beat good teams consistently? Um, and I think right now, we can say, well, the starting pitching has a chance to be pretty good. And you know, I think the bullpen has performed pretty well, considering the situation, like not having Robert Suarez this year. Having some new faces in that bullpen as well, moving the Martinez from the rotation to the bullpen. And then the offense should fall out of bed scoring three and a half runs. I mean, who disagrees with that? I don't care about but they play at Petco Park, who cares? The the offense should fall out of bed pushing four runs per game. I mean that, that's doing nothing. They should be scoring. They should have a lot of nights where they're scoring six plus runs. I mean I don't see any other way to look at it. I mean, your top five, including Cronenworth, and then even into your DH spot with the Carpenters and the Cruises, and, you know, they, they've had highs and lows. And then seven, eight, nine, you have to get some level of contribution. I don't think you can have black holes even with superstars on your team. they got to get more production out of catcher. Um, they need to get more um, production offensively out of Trent Grisham, I think. But... I mean, come on, Tatis, Cronenworth, Machado, Soto, Bogart, you, you got to fall out of bed scoring three runs plus per game. I mean, unless you're facing the best pitcher in baseball, I'll, I'll give you a game or two. That's fine. But but every night, every night you can't score. doesn't make any sense. Um, Jake, thanks, man, for hanging out. Thank you for your membership and your super. If you'd like to become a member where you get the emojis and the badges, you can click join down below. Uh, if you'd like to contribute to Super Chat, click the dollar sign down below. Padres lose today in Minneapolis 4-3 to the Twins. Series even the game of peace, rubber match tomorrow morning before the Padres go to L.A. They will get the Dodgers. Um, Jake, with uh, runners in scoring position trash, Odor's got to go. Machado not himself, you know, question mark hurt. What's the fix? I mean, listen, if I had the fix, <laughs> this this would be quite the channel, right? I mean... I wish we had the fix. I mean, we'll talk about it until we're blue in the face and we come up with suggestions and ideas. And I think that's why a lot of people are here night in and night out. Machado, you know, I'm just looking up his numbers right now. I'm just pulling it up. He's over for four tonight. He's coming off a night where he's really good. Homer, two hits, two fine defensive plays. But you're through tonight. His OPS is under 700. That's like, wait, what? Career 830 OPS guy, so way underperforming career numbers. Again, there's plenty of time for Machado. And you might say, well, he's been better recently. And I'm looking at it. His last seven games, he's hit 300. But his OPS, even his last seven games, that small sample size, is still under 800. So he just has not hit for any hour 
you know, by and large, I mean, you know, I say they say five home runs, but I mean, you're a quarter of the way through the season. So, you know, you're thinking that Manny Machado is going to hit more than 20 home runs, and he will, by the way. I think if he's able to stay on field, which he always does, then he will hit more than 20 home runs. I don't know if he's – I think he is. He's making fine defensive plays. He's impacting the game. He's hit recently. So I do believe he's healthy. I think he right now is the same player that we saw a year ago, and that's not the first example of a player that – has a great year and then has a disappointing year. And hopefully it's not a disappointing year. It's more of a disappointing, you know, six weeks. But, um, you know, Machado a year ago makes them go. When you finish second in the MVP voting and you put the Padres in position to make the postseason and compete. So you know, he does make them tick. Jim's talked about this. For me, it's Tatis that makes him tick. But, I, you know, I, I see what others say, and I see what Jim says. How Tatis is more of a spark plug, but Machado's that consistent contributor that you need one day out the between winning and losing. And I buy that. And, you know, if, if you think about – if you want to say that the Padres have an average this year, which might be being kind, well, you know, the Padres go as Machado goes because Machado's been average, and that might be being kind. So you got – an average team and an average superstar. And that is the reason why maybe this team, it's oversimplifying, obviously, but, but you know, maybe that's the reason why you got a team that's off to this, you know, this start that's disappointing. I mean, considering the expectations, this is a really disappointing start. And, you know, you, you might get your Padres content from other sources and different radio stations and different shows and however you consume Padres baseball. You know, I think there are some that are going to try to sell you this bill of goods that it's early, it's early, it's early. But what does that really mean? I mean, what, is, what does early have to do with change? And what does late have to do if the team performs like this, this is the team that they are? Now, do I believe they're capable of performing better than this? Yeah, I do. But early, late alone doesn't justify anything. This being early doesn't justify their play. It's early for Baltimore and Pittsburgh and Tampa when they're playing better. So I don't know. I think that's that's an excuse. We can say early after six games. I mean, I'm not going to get carried away off a two and four overall start, but I'm not going to get carried away off a team that's a game over 500. But the whole, well, it's early and is it? And, and what does that even mean? Um, so because it's early, they're not good. And because it's late, they are good. Why? Because that happened to work out. Last year, that didn't even work out last year. They were good early last year, and they weren't good late last year. They haven't been good late, truthfully, in years. Think about it. 2020, they were, you know, they had the injuries going into the postseason. 2021, wheels fell off late. 2022, they didn't go, get going until two weeks were left in the season. And Bob Melvin's, like, flipping tables in the, in the clubhouse in Arizona. Look at them going late in the season a year ago. So the whole early dynamic, and you know, they're capable of playing better and, you know, they're going to turn it on at some point. It is all possible. I mean, it's a 162-game season, but I don't think you just discount everything because it's, quote-unquote, early in the season. Um, all right, guys, as I always tell you, um, really appreciate your support of our partners, right? I mean, we can't do this without the support of our viewers and our partners. Like our title sponsor, Mark Nimitz of Farmers Insurance, you can see him right now on the screen. Great insurance agent. I think a lot of you in the chat here live or on replay have Mark as your insurance agent. How do I know that? Because I talked to Mark and he says, hey, um, wrap-up show viewers are incredible. I love working with Padres fans. I love saving your viewers money on their insurance. And that's exactly what Mark does. I mean, he is here to save you money on your insurance. He's here 
to um, build a community with Padres fans, right? Just like we're doing here on the wrap-up show. He's a great insurance agent. Take it from me because I've had homeowner's insurance, my earthquake insurance for Mark for two years. And I've had a life insurance policy with Mark since maybe the beginning of the year. And he saved my family literally hundreds of dollars. He can save you $750 just by switching your insurance. And everyone can save. Everyone can save money, right? Everyone wants to save $750 or more. And it's whatever it is, right? The link is in the description down below. But auto, home, business, life, condo, renters. Free quotes online. Free quotes if you call Mark. And he's a San Diegan and a lifelong Padres fan. He loves this team. He loves this channel. He loves our community. So, you know, a good way to support him is the next time you have a renewal, just call Mark. He doesn't bite. I promise. Call Mark. Get in contact with Mark. Get a quote online. Talk to you about the Padres. He'll save you money on your insurance. So, again, thank you guys for hanging out. As always, day in and day out. And thank you for your support of our partners on the wrap-up show, including Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. Well, yeah, I don't know the update on Jim. The Warriors presumably won, correct? I haven't seen a final score. I saw they were up 10 or 11 with like three minutes left. So I'm assuming the Warriors won. Can you confirm that for me? Yeah, Warriors won, right? Um, the update is, um, let's see, he says his roommates, because remember, it's not just him and Aaron. They've got roommates. Which I think they like, you know, are great friends with, but I think his roommates are like doing karaoke or something. So, and he does the wrap up show now from like that main like living room. He doesn't do it from Aaron's room. He's got the like the sign behind him, the wrap up show sign. So, bear with bear with us. See if we can get Jim in here. I think we'll get him in at some point. Um, but I don't think he's crying in a corner. He would be. Trust me, he would be if the Warriors lost here tonight. But since the Warriors did win by 15 points tonight. Um, I think he's probably celebrating the corner, <laughs> to be honest with you. Um, great point here from Chad. Great point here from Chad. Um, yeah, I, mean, I remember this too. Last year, they won a lot of 50-50 games. They were really good with the Ghost Runner. Um, they really were. I mean, it was, think about that. I mean, there's seven games over 500 last year in extra innings. What was their total record? 89 and 73. So 16 over. But seven of that came in extra innings. Let's say you, you spun that 12 and 5 to 5 and 12. Then the Padres last year would have won 82 games and would have missed out in the postseason. Think about that. Think how the margins, right? Game of the inches stuff. I mean, as crazy as that is, you play 162 games. Those are coin flips. Those are coin flips. And if the Padres a year ago were 5-12, and 12, in extra innings, they're out of the postseason. And this year, they're in danger of going 5-12 and 12 in the postseason. How do we know that? Because they're on four. So even if they play better than this, you know, 5-8 and eight in their next 13 games, they're 5-12 and 12, um, in this year. And there's some randomness for one-run games occasionally. You like to think good, good relief pitching, a closer like Josh Hader, clutch hitting. You like to think you can be good in one-run games. I don't know the Padres' record right now in one-run one run games. Presumably, it's at least half-decent even with the R4 because of Hater. But again, usually teams that are good in close games come up with clutch hits and win in extra innings and have good closers. So this team is lacking two of those three um, components, right? They're not good in extra innings, and they lack the clutch hitting they do have an excellent closer in Josh Hader, and I'm willing to completely forgive Mookie Betts Sunday Night Baseball, and I'm willing to completely forgive tonight with two, with uh, the Ghost Runner. 
because protecting one run lead with a ghost runner, you're not going to be perfect in those spots. It's going to happen again. Hopefully, he can get his lion's share of those. I think he gets 65% of those protected one run lead with a ghost runner. You're doing work. So, I, Hater's fine. He's more than fine. But that's a concern, Chad. And that's a concern, Padres fans, that a year ago, good in close games, late, and in extras this year, that has not been the case. Um, there was an interesting comment I wanted to get to that I'm trying to find my way through. Brett, this is a great question. I don't know the answer to that. Um, I would ask if you wouldn't mind, seriously, clicking the link down below in the description and, and just shoot a quick email and say, hey, Mark, um, you know, appreciate your support of the channel. Uh, I'm here watching and do you do anything in other states? It's a great point. We have a lot of viewers, obviously, outside the state of California, Padres fans. Um, that are all around the country, shoot the world. We got people in Mexico, Korea, uh, other parts of Asia, Europe that we can see through the analytics. So that's a really good point, Brad. Um, Murray, thank you, man. He says, John, how about someone in the Padres organization calls that a superstar? Are they above criticism? I think within the organization, it's a little bit of a trickier proposition. You're thinking about the now and you're thinking about the future. You got players that, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's hard to envision. Peter Seidler's and the A.J. Preller's being critical of a Manny Machado off a slow start. That's not going to happen, even though he's locked up. Um, you know, could they be critical of Juan Soto? Um, again, you're talking about a guy that you might be hoping to sign to an extension at some point, or when he hits free agency, maybe you want to retain. It's just trickier when you're in the organization. I mean, you're in the organization. So, like, you know, the messaging comes from the organization, right? They're not the media. I mean, they have, they should only be telling their side of the story. They don't they don't need to really be in that space, to be honest. They're not in the business of criticizing anything if they don't have to. I guess if they're put in a spot, like if the Padres fall 12 games under 500, and Danny Machado's hitting 189, then someone's going to have to speak on that disaster, whether it's Melvin, whether it's Preller, whether it's Seidler. Now, Melvin, to his credit, I think is pretty honest. I really do. I think he's pretty honest. Did I tweet, by the way? I didn't. I'm going to tweet that we're on the air right now. Um, let me do that real quick. Let me tweet it out and uh, make sure people know that we're on the air right now on the wrap-up show. Guys, if you're here, and again, one-man band, appreciate the support. Subscribe. We're here for Padres fans. Good nights and bad nights, in-season and out-of-season. So please subscribe. Really appreciate your um, smashing the like button for us. And do appreciate the super chats as well. Just click the dollar sign below the chat box. Really do appreciate your support of the channels. The Padres again losing 11 today to the Twins, four to three. All right, let's see here what's going on. Yeah, thanks, Faye. Thanks, Faye. Always appreciate it. I see so many familiar faces and names day in and day out. Faye's, the, and I'm going to leave people out the Chad, the Pedro, the JD Gauchos. I mean, so many of these names that we see each and every night. Uh, Chango Surfo, who's been hanging out here recently. Um, as well. So if you are here, whether it's live or on replay, um, we really do appreciate it. Um, yeah, again, I mean, there's a long way between starting 19 and 18 and not being a playoff caliber team. I don't think we're anywhere near that conversation. I'm not in the business of having that conversation. Um, you know, and Again, a year ago, they played 500 baseball for four months, but they had the first six or seven weeks where they got off to that great start and they built whatever it was. I mean, they were 15 over probably two months into the season. 
And there was the four months they middled, they might've been under 500. They eventually turned it on, uh, you know, late in the year. I, I'm not at a, any point where I'm saying, Hey, this team jeopardy missing out now, you know, you get to August, September last year, we were having those conversations. You have to, it's August and September and you're clinging. You're up a game. You're down a game. You're up two games. You're, you're down two games. I'm not worried about that. We can get to Memorial day and we can do a autopsy on the first eight weeks. We get to July 4th and we can say, here's where they are just past the turn. And at some point you're going to get into, you know, the second half of July and you're going to say, Hey, what is this team? Where are they? And what do they need to accomplish? But nowhere near that. The postseason has changed so drastically in baseball with six of the 15 teams that actually make in the postseason. They're one good week away from being one of the better teams in the National League, but they're one bad week away from being two or three games under 500 again. So, um, yeah, I mean, that would be ridiculously disappointing. Of course, 2021, Peter Seidler said it was a one in 100 year collapse. So we don't want to see a one in 100 year collapse two out of three years, obviously, if we're Padres fans. Um, Pedro, thank you for uh, for being here. It says last year, I'm trying I'm trying to follow here. Last year we had the faith of Tatis coming back and Soto joined the team. This year is different, John. Because why? Because everyone's here, like all on deck and, and you're still not seeing the results you were hoping for. Is that basically where you're going with this, Pedro? I would say we should we should give it more time with Tatis. You know, I think we should. Shout out June John, by the way. Has anyone ever been over to their tasting room? Centrally located. Great spot. Um, if you like kombucha, like me, check it out. I see Pedro following up. Yeah, I think that's understandable, Pedro. Yeah, I, I get that point. Right, you didn't have Soto until 60 games. So you think, look at 160 of them. It's going to look different. Um, you know, you didn't have Tatis a year ago. So you think, oh, it's going to look different with Tatis. Look with the catcher again. <laughs> Bro, what's up? What, what? What? Give us the story. You, you can't just show up all, you know, drunk. <laughs> what, what's what's the what's the deal? Don't worry about it. You're not going to share with the viewers who are here for you every single night. I'm here. Okay, you're welcome. All right, he's here. He's here. We do appreciate it. Um, there's some pissed off people. There's some disappointed people. Um, there's not, tonight, no, nobody's jumping. Nobody's, but I mean, it's same thing. Can't hit with men in scoring position. Can't score. Can't, can't, no clutch hitting 13 times this year without a hit with men in scoring position. Yeah. That's mm, how many games have they played? 37 over one out of every three. Yeah. Had zero hits with men in scoring position. It's same old, same old. Can't keep doing that. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, we talk about like the problems with this team and we talk about the players a lot. We talk about Soto and Manny and, but the one thing that is the constant problem and it's the entire lineup is they can't hit with runners in scoring position. If, if you're not, if this team is not going to be able to, <laughs> if this team is not going to hit with runners in scoring position this year, it's going to be win three, lose two. Yeah. yeah, you're right. That's exactly right. And you're just going to be in a constant cycle of they look great. They look like shit. They look yeah. great. They look like shit. And it's not going to, they're not going to be able to be consistent. And by consistent, I mean, get to 15 games over 500. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, no, I mean, I, I think that's spot on. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just tough. You look at a game like today. Again, if there's something that's really super encouraging, it's Juan Soto. And there yeah. ain't going to be no stretch where Juan Soto gets on base 60% of the time and the team just doesn't play well. And like for 10 or 11 games, he is always on base. And he's but, hitting homer, yeah. ripped that ball through the right side. There was a line-out double play. Walk two times. I mean, yesterday, four for four. Before the Dodgers series, six really good games. So, like, that's huge and beyond huge. Now, you'd like to see it result in wins when he homers. When he homers, they, when they homer, they got to win. But, you know, tonight that doesn't happen. But, I mean, the Juan Soto thing is at least really encouraging. It is. He, again, stays hot with the home run. The two walks tonight. Darnay Tripp was like, he didn't hit an opposite field home runs. So doesn't count. <laughs> that was pretty funny on social media. Him? Yeah, he's like, oh, he didn't hit, hit it straight away center. That didn't count. <laughs> so he is definitely, he's he's fully hot. He is, he's on fire. Um, you know, 19 left on base tonight. <laughs> no, that's not right. You're looking at the left on individually. Right? There's no way. Or left on individually. Sorry, yeah, yeah, that's not real. Eight was le- eight were left eight, on tonight, yeah. but but a lot of hit, uh, everybody on this team had chances to get runs home because everybody had somebody on base. Yeah, just once everyone. tonight, and they don't get it done again. This this is it's happening, and they scored three runs tonight, and they lost actually, which was I mean, they scored three runs in eleven innings, and they have runners placed at second base by the gift of baseball gods. I know. You know what I mean, but still, they, the 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 stat is they they were eighteen and three when they have scored three runs or more, and they lost tonight. Yeah, the, the problem is three is going to make it tight. You know what I mean. The, the, yeah. the problem is the longer we get going here, you can't and win then, games all the time. Three one or three two. And then I, there was some criticism earlier. There were a couple of people asking about, it. hey, is there concern with Hater the best home run, the quote unquote blown save tonight? I'm like, come, well, come on, there's a runner second in a one run game. He struck out the side, <laughs> and he gave, he gave up a hit. He gave up a single. Okay. I mean, you give up a single in an inning, and that's your responsibility. Like, come on. Yeah, and then he walks. He had to walk in there, and then he struck out the side. So I'm still, again, I'm still riding with Hater no matter what. You yeah, tell me that yeah. you tell me that Hater's in the game tonight with a chance to save. Yeah. Oh, you'll take that. No, they were well positioned. I mean, to come back from two nothing down, honestly, was quasi impressive. It's Pablo Lopez. I'm thinking the game's over. Seventh inning, you're down two nothing. Soto homers. Mm-hmm. You had a nice rally in the eighth inning where yep. you wish you did more than just scratch across a run. You do push across the run with the suicide squeeze in the tenth inning. I mean, you feel good about the way you're playing late in the game, and then you can't hold it in the tenth inning, and then the eleventh inning is the eleventh inning. Once you don't score in the top of the inning, you're asking for trouble, and that's exactly what happened. Um, all right, a couple of things while Jim is here. Um, I've got a link pinned at the top of the chat for our friends at Foco. So the Pinned link will get you to the Padres merch page for FOCO, where you can pick up items for the Padre fan in your life, for Father's Day, for birthdays, men and women. If you got a Padres fan in your life, you can pick up like the floral straw cap. But wait, Jim, there's more. Now, Jim didn't. <laughs> there's a funny story on this. I... Okay, we got the <laughs> Padres swim trunks. Okay. They're too short for me. <laughs> Yeah, Jim immediately was like, I can't wear them. They're too short. I'm like, bro, they're not. I mean, this isn't a Speedo. John, like, John, John, put those things on. You know how short they are? Well, this is a large. You had a medium. Oh, uh, maybe different. So the large, I mean, it, it, this ain't tiny. Are you looking at the way like men wear swim, swim trunks these days? They're not wearing like, it's not the uh, freaking um, 
Michigan, you know, 89 team. It's not the Fab Five, 91 team. <laughs> Nobody's wearing them to like their ankles. Okay. What I'm saying is if you want these, if you want these for the summer, summer's coming six weeks out, Jim. Get that beach bod oh, ready. Oh, Fogo's got swim it's trunks for you. They got button-up floral shirts. They got straw caps. They got stuff for men and women. If you support this channel, click the link. It's pinned at the top of the chat. Pick something up for the summer. Pick something up for Father's Day, birthdays, the Padres fan in your life. Yes, EB, and happy Mother's Day early. A little early on a Wednesday, but it's coming. It's this um, week. Remember, yeah, so get happy, something for your mother. Yeah, get something get for your mother. Cap. Get her some swim trunks. Get her swim trunks. I don't know if women are really wearing these. This is probably more of a male item. Yeah, probably. Would probably. be my guess. You're probably right. Um, <laughs> some funny comments in here. Um, <laughs> it's okay to hang on some balls, Jim. <laughs> be hanging. <laughs> Wait, JD's third. What are we talking about here? We act like Hater was good. We're talking about tonight? Bailed out how? How do you follow up, JD? Follow up on that because I'm not following you there. I mean, it's a fake. It's a fake run that he allowed. Correct. It's a blown save, but it's not earned. And he struck out the side, and yeah, he gave up a walk in there. But oh, congratulations, Chad! Clap emojis in the chat for Chad. Wife, awesome. Chad, Jesus, Jesus Christ throws up the oh, giant congratulations, wow. dude. You got the blessing from Jesus. You're good to go, Chad. Chad, what are you naming this child? John or Chad? Right now on the wrap up show. Is this right? Is is this right? Today's Mexican Mother's Day. I see this from EB. I see it from Jesus. This different Jesus. We have two Jesuses here tonight. Like Jesus. Yeah. Okay. I like it. All right. Well, happy Mother's Day. I like that a lot. Perfect. Um, wait, two twins hitters swung up balls for the strike. JD. I mean, what? So, so what do you want Josh Hader to apologize? Sorry for swinging at pitches. That's the thing. He has good stuff. Yeah. The so, reason why they swung at balls because they're good pitches. He gave up a hit. I mean, it, this is not on Josh Hader tonight. This is on. This the is on the offense. offense. They had runners on base in the first six innings off Pablo Lopez and didn't score. Now there was some unluckiness in there. We talked about Jim. We were watching today. There were some dumb plays. The dumb. freaking Gallo playing left is ridiculous. The, That's a the, one in a two hundred game play. The rocket off Soto's bat. Yeah, exactly. So there's some you got unlucky a little bit, you know. Say I couldn't find this. Uh, okay, I get. I hear. I hear you. I mean, but he struck out the side. I, I don't know what to say. Yeah, I, sorry, JD third. I don't know. Man. <laughs> the game a run scored. I, uh, the yeah. run wouldn't have scored. Through. Guess what? If if Pablo Lopez was pitching every inning with a runner at second base, runs would have scored too. And same thing against Seth Lugo, but they weren't. But I, I understand <laughs> he's the expectations for Hater are high. But when ghost runners score. That's hard to pin it on the reliever. J.D. Gatcha, thank you for the super. Um, were you stunned more by Nola's RBI suicide or by Green's 20 points? I texted you after the Nola RBI. <laughs> and I said... You're like, Didn't I say I was going to cut him yesterday? Yeah, I was like, he needs to be cut. He's a, They should release him right now once uh, Luis Campusano comes back. You're welcome, everybody. And then he had a huge RBI tonight in the huge. game. Huge. <laughs> Almost would you extend winner. him now, or do you wait till the end of the season? Do you contemplate who do you give the four hundred million dollar contract to, Soto or Nola? <laughs> what well, if a ba- what if a baseball team one day just said fuck it and they just gave like they just like 
two hundred million dollars like their worst player. <laughs> what is going on right now, guys? In the chat, I need to because I need to pull these up. What are we talking? Cliff, thank you for your membership. Hater not his prime, but still really good. He's not. Hater's not in his prime right now. Hater, Hater's got a one ERA and he's twenty nine. I mean, he's in his prime. Yeah, he's blown back to back saves, but um, the That's Dodger fair. game. <laughs> I, I just don't have much of a problem with it because you lost, you, you you got beat by their best player, and tonight, yeah, you wish that Hater could have gotten out of that, but mm-hmm. oh, I agree. I, I mean, he limited limited it to one run, and guess what? The Padres didn't score the following half inning, so I mean, got to score there. There's this side of it. I mean, this is interesting from right back. And thank you for the super. Says Padres had great ABs against a tough starter. Interesting mm-hmm. way to look at it. I mean, they didn't score in Minnesota's home run. They had base runners all night long. They drew walks all night long. They had four hits in eleven innings. One, I just two, I, three, four. When a team continues to go over with runners in scoring position, and you have four hits on the night, you could label some of it to bad luck. I get it. I'm just past the point of good at bats, good, yeah. good effort. Like I'm just not, I'm just, I'm just not there with this team and I won't be there with the team for the rest of the season because the expectations are extremely high and they should be way better on offense than this. And Plenty run it back. Ball. Thank you for the super and cliff. Thank you. Because I, I'm not, I'm not reading in the chat. I'm probably misconstruing it based on the one comment. So yeah, I'm with you. I mean, and by the way, I was anti-hater last year the first month. I'm like, what the, I'll, I'll admit it. I was like, what the hell is this? I mean, I thought the guy was completely lost, completely lost. So I, it's not that I, I – I understand, honestly, the sentiment if you want to say that, you know, you're, expe- you're expecting the best reliever in baseball and you haven't gotten that the last two outings. Okay. Yeah, that, I think been- that's reasonable. He gave up but, a home run to Mookie Betts, and he gave up a ghost run tonight. That's what I would say. That that's my point. I'm like, <laughs> he gave up. A, yeah, that that's that's my point. But I understand what you're saying. Cliff saying he's into him. I, again, I think most Padres fan. The thing is, the reason I say I think he's in his prime, I mean, they're going to extend him out. They want to extend him out. I mean, I, they're not concerned about his age. They're not concerned about any torque on his arm or you know what he's done so far in his career. So, um. You know, you take your chances with Josh Hader. You take your chances with Josh Hader. Um, while we have a moment, let's get to our friends at Aura, okay? We've already told you about Mark Nimitz. Our friends at Aura, guys, if you're looking to get healthier, this is a great gift, by the way, for Mother's or Father's Day, it really is, because you're talking about plant-based nutritional products, which can benefit everyone in your life. And if you use promo code MOMDAY23, and that promo ends tomorrow, you're going to get 20% off. So you can use promo code MOMDAY23, get 20% off. I've been taking their probiotic, and now my wife is as well. I told you that last night. So we're both taking their probiotic. It's a great product. In fact, Kristen really swears by it. She's never taken a probiotic before in her life, and she's taken it probably for 10 days now. And she's been hyping this thing up. She's really been hyping this thing up. So she's now a believer. I've been taking probiotics for years. I've been taking the Aura probiotic for two years. I'm a huge believer in it. They've got pre-workout supplements, proteins for after workouts. They have omega-3 oils if you take a fish oil. They have sleep pills. They have immunity pills. They have something for everyone. Go to ORA.organic or click the link that's in the description down below on YouTube. And again, save 20% using promo code MOMDAY23. We love this company. They're 
founded by uh, their co-founder, Will, is in San Diego, and they have offices right here on Liberty Station. And again, if you're looking to get healthier, this is a great gift idea. You can go to ORA.organic. Yeah, go there right now. Pick up some supplements. Uh, it's all plant-based, organic, healthiest on the market. Um, support Will. He's a San Diegan, lifelong Padres fan. Uh, lives and dies Padres baseball like everyone in the chat right now. So pick up some of his supplements. Uh, use the promo code MOMDAY23. That's MOMDAY23. And uh, you'll thank us later. That's a good question from chat. Someone told you they were 19 and 18 out of the gates. What would you say? I think you'd say underwhelming. If you told me the start of the season, they're going to start 19 and 18. I would have said either the pitching sucks or the offense sucks. And you would have been right. One or the other. <laughs> it's hard to be 19 and 18 with both sucking. But if you have one of those things sucking, you're a 500 team. And I probably would not have guessed the offense was going to be this bad. How could you have? Although I, I got to remember this for eternity. They just can't hit to start a year. I mean, this this is a constant routine. This is same, a constant. Same thing every single year with this franchise. Well, not franchise, but the last yeah. four years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you fix Nola and or Odor? Dude. He's been oh. trying. Odor is not fixable. I'm sorry. No. And I don't, I'm not, not going to give my time to Odor. Why is he here? I, I just was like, but he started tonight. I'm like, wait, he's still on the team? I know. And Nola, I mean, come on. There's no, there's no reason why, there's no reason to get upset. No. Over those two not. guys. It's just not. Soto, on the other hand, you can get upset because he's expected to produce and he's expected to be an impact player. But Nolan or Dor, just don't waste your time. Don't waste your energy. <laughs> and like, yeah, I mean, okay, nineteen eighteen, top three payroll, top three attendance. Yeah. That that just, doesn't doesn't sit that right doesn't now. sit very well. Now again, if you buried yourself, no. You're not Cardinals. You gotta be better. Yeah. Just be better. Like, I'm not going to go on a, a rant and yell and scream and take my shirt off, but, like, be better, guys. You know, I think the reason why Nola is still the starting catcher is what options do they have? Campisano's is is Luis Campisano, like, getting his arm amputated? Like, I know. What's like, going dude, on? I thought it was a thumb sprain. Like, come on. This is the major leagues. Like, is, can't catch- I mean, was it a break? If it's a break, okay. But if it was a break, do you think we would know? You're probably not I with don't this franchise. Know. It's a good but- question. But like he got hurt, what, like four weeks ago? Oh yeah, at least. No, at least. Yeah, it was like second week of the season. Yeah, probably I mean, four you, weeks. You have ago. you have injuries on this team, and then all of a sudden they're they're out for like two months. And you're like, what? Huh? Like yeah. I would be shocked if we see Robert Suarez this year. I'd be shocked if we see Drew Pomeranz this year. Who the hell knows when Luis Campusano is coming back? And then when he does come back, is he even going to get enough playing time? Right. And, and what does he look like with all this time like? off? I mean, just who the hell knows with a lot of these guys. Yeah, I mean, the, the catching situation is just flat-out bad, and I don't have the solution. I don't have the answers. I don't think it's fixable right now, and I don't think you need to get crazy offensive production out of your catcher, but you need to get more than they've gotten, which is nothing. They've gotten some sack bunts and some suicide squeezes. Nice. That's fine. You know, again, the NOLA situation could have been pretty important tonight. The, the NOLA suicide could have been the difference tonight. It wasn't, but, I mean – They've just vastly underperformed. They bought high on Nola. He had a nice two weeks or something in Seattle, some random hitting, year. It was like he had like 30 at bats. He was hitting like 320. And everyone's yeah, like, like 10 oh for my 30. God. Great. And they traded for Nola. And it was like, we have a catcher that can hit. Yeah. And the other thing, Surprise. Nola is like, what is it? What's his? I mean, he can't hit. 
Yeah. I mean, he's in his mid thirties at this point. He I caught every inning last year in the postseason, which is kind of ridiculous. Can Ethan but... Salas like be called up already? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Um but my not my I mean, it's not really a bold prediction, but it's mm-hmm. just it was just a prediction. I said that by the end of the year, Luis Campusano will be your starting catcher. I mean, if his finger isn't like literally like still attached to his hand, yeah. It's a good point, by the way, Pedro. It's like you're squeezing because, like, you know that it's desperate hit. because Nola's not coming through. It's so like, why not? It's like we gotta try something. Yep. Interesting here, um, Tyron. Thank you. Uh, by the way, the Tatis outfield assist. Jim had it earlier. He threw that ball 100 miles per hour. It was the hardest, hardest thrown ball from the outfield this year? Yeah, in baseball. Um, and Tyrod wants to know if we can start talking about Tatis moving to center. Grisham has a hot three game stretch and then goes three for 50 and repeat. Um, interesting, interesting. You know, we haven't talked about that to start the year. I, I think it's a, a very fair conversation if Fernando Tatis Jr. could get time in center field at some point moving forward in his career. I'm, I'm not saying necessarily now, but 2024, I mean, I, he looks like a center fielder, he runs and throws. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think you need to do it because what I now who are you putting in right? I mean, what 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 gets fixed if Grisham's in right? Who's your other outfield option? I mean, you just put Tatis in center. You put in right. <laughs> no, you put uh, the Gold Glove finalist in right field back in right field. And who's in left field? Trent Grisham. Well, then you just moved. You did nothing. Uh, Zokar. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I'm all for putting Tatis in center and putting Grisham. <laughs> Bless you. Change topic. So that's what we have to do when he sneezes. I mean, I'd put him on the bench if I had a better option, you know. And Christian will do enough to like tease you. He'll he's right. He'll do enough. He'll tease you, and then you look up and you're like, he was hitting two seventeen. Is he really like, well, he's a great fielder? I mean, he's hitting what? He's hitting two seventeen. Yeah. What's his OPS? His OPS, John, is seven thirty eight. Is it okay? So he's hit for some power. I mean, nothing. I mean, last year was just. Awful. What what was his OPS last year? Full year. Full year, 625. 625? Mm-hmm. Oh, so he's been better. Honestly, you know what? You can plug him in there because he's honestly 100 points better in OPS is actually considerable. And his 2021 season after his 2020 season, everyone's like, oh, it's a down year for him because he had a great 60 games in 2020. I would take his 2021 season right now, hitting 240 with a 740 OPS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what you're going to get. With 15 home runs and 62 RBIs. Yeah, it's as good as you're going to get, right? And 13 stolen bases. Dude, I would do that in a second. And everyone thought that was a down year for him. That was probably like one of his better years that he'll have in his career. This is a very important question. Has anyone seen Venus McChicken recently? Because I felt like things were going well. Yeah. Venus was here. Once Venus was in the chat, things Um, got really good. And then there's this concept. We've talked about this like Nola's the least of our problems. Grisham's the least of our problems. Kim's the least of who. So what's the problem? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, is it the collective lack of the clutch hitting gene? Yes. Is it Manny Machado right yes. now? What else? Just the collective lack of hitting the clutch. It's a team. It's a team wide thing with them not being able to hit with runners in scoring position. I mean, they are they are one of the worst teams in baseball with runners in scoring position. 29th or 30th. I, mean, I don't know which. And they've gone 13 games. They've gone over with runners in scoring position. Are you fucking kidding me? 
That's pathetic. Oh, I meant to click on. Um, you need to get the guy who put Ryan Kershaw on the video board on the radio show. Most interesting thing all week. So Joe that means we're going to get on that. By that, the way. that means we're going to get uh, Peter Sather on the show. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Joe Musgrove, by the way, didn't didn't like it going up, which isn't surprising. Players, why would they like that? I mean, I am. Supp- I mean, thinking about it, like you have to be, you have to think, guys. Some rogue person in the Padres production department didn't just decide to put that on the video board. He didn't go rogue, of course not. That was that would that be ha- amazing if someone dude, went rogue. That had to have been thought out by the organization the entire organization yeah, yeah they, they had email sign off on that okay there there is 100 percent like hey we have an idea yeah can we do this and it went to the very top and m- maybe not to the top of the food chain with peter seiler but it went to a very high up person guarantee it there's no way that thing goes on the video board without that being signed off on it's not just some random dude like let's put a Mer- kershaw meme up durka durka <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree completely. I completely agree with that. Um, I do want to remind our viewers about our brand new partner here on the wrap-up show. That is our friends at Underdog Fantasy. Underdogfantasy.com or download the app. You can get a 100% deposit match up to $100 using promo code PODSWRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P. Easiest place to play fantasy sports. You can win 20 times your money in a single night playing daily Pick them, contesting, MLB, or other sports. Get two out of two, win three times your money, five out of five, 20 times your money, get one wrong. You can still win up to 10 times your money. Again, underdogfantasy.com, promo code PADSWRAP, a 100% deposit match up to $100. And I should remind you, Jim, look at this. Please be responsible. We're in there somewhere. Here's my gamble responsibly. Thank you, Underdog Fantasy. But again, <laughs> I'm going to give you some pickums right now for my first time doing. Play. What's that? I said I remember my first time doing. I didn't know how to do it, graphics. and you were like drinking beers and like doing karaoke, and the Warriors won, and everyone's like having a great time. Um, <laughs> no. So here's here's what I want. Here's what I want from you because here's the thing, UnderdogFantasy.com. The daily pickum stuff is ridiculous. I'm doing this like every single day. There are wins in here all over the place. You can find NBA. MLB, whatever it is, right? So, for example, tomorrow, Fernando Tatis Jr. is a Pick'em contestant, okay? You go to underdogfancy.com, or you download the app, use promo code PODSWRAP, you get a 100% deposit match up to $100, and you pick higher or lower for Tatis than 8.5 fantasy points. Now, Tatis has struggled a little bit here. So, and it'll tell you how you get a fantasy point. I mean, this is so simple and easy, Um and you get two right, and you win three times your money. You get three right, and you win more than that. Four right, you win more than that. Five right, you win 20 times your money. You can insure it, so you can still get one wrong. And they got daily drafts going on, by the way, every single day. Daily MLB contesting. Everyone loves to draft. And you draft, and then you, you set it and forget it. So if uh, you want to support a partner, if you're playing daily fantasy, um, make sure to do it with Underdog Fantasy. And again, use promo code PADSRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, and get a 100% deposit match up to one hundred dollars. What's happening, Jim? Nothing. What else? Is there anything else in general? Same old, same old. Just we're literally pressing repeat on these shows with this. I know. It's like they have team. a good game, they have a bad game. They have a you have a you know good series, they have a bad series. 
They can't hit with runners in scoring position. They all are hot. Soto and Manny go off. The next day, no one can get a hit with runners in scoring position. Yeah, we could talk about you. Were you watching this live, the Carpenter AB, when he struck out with the bases loaded? You watched yeah, it was, that. It was just a horrible at bat. Yeah. I mean, that's probably more of a story that really hasn't been discussed tonight here on the wrap up show. That That's a story. Um, you know, Carpenter and Cruz have had moments. Carpenter and Cruz have also gone through long slumps in these mm-hmm. first six or seven weeks. Can you really count on no, that, Matt Carpenter? You're paying him a combined couple million dollars. I mean, you, you didn't Maybe, go out and yeah. spend 20 million on your DH. Yeah. I mean, you're hoping to get something out of these guys at their age. And when, it, when you do, it's great. But the majority of the time, you're going to get probably performances like you have lately with these two. Unfortunately, because you're not getting, they're not, they're not any younger, and they're not getting consistent playing time. So right, because they're going to do the platoon thing, and I like that because you can't run one of these guys into the ground, right? Um, but when it's not working, and it's it's a bad look. <laughs> but when when it's working, it's great. When it's not, it sucks. Jim, before we get out of here, can you you pull up the uh, wrap up show merch that? We've been showing off the last couple of days that a lot of our viewers have been picking up, by the way, recently, and we do appreciate that you guys have been doing that for us. I have a feeling we'll see some stuff at Petco Park over the course of the year. Um, I'll put a link in the chat right now while Jim talks about what is uh, available for our viewers. Yeah, we got the Good Vibes t-shirts with the sombrero. Um, wasn't Good Vibes tonight, but no. overall, for the last since the sombrero was introduced, it's been pretty Good Vibes. We have the sombrero John and Jim City Connect colors. We have the John and Jim sombrero brown and gold. We have the very famous Offida shirt. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the wrap up, wrap up show sign, which is behind me every show. Yeah. Shirts. We got the City Connect wrap up show shirts. Got my head. <laughs> uh, we got wrap up show hats. We have wrap up show stickers. We have John and Jim shirts and sweatshirts. Wrap up show shirts. So we got it all. Literally, if you whatever you want, we have it. Um, so yeah, go check it out. We have crop tops for for women. We have women's shirts. We have men's. We have different colors, women's, and all that stuff. So go check it out right now. Um, Ryan wants to know if Offit is sold out. No, you no. would think. You would think it would be sold out. You would think that, Ryan. A lot of people have gotten off of their yeah. shirts. Yeah, so yeah, right now. I think it might be like the top seller. And by the way. I forgot to mention this. But you wait, have, there's more? Yeah, wait, there's more. You need to get a shirt today if you want to use your 15% off everything code, oh. which you get oh. once you check out. So it expires today at midnight. But as of right now, everything on the website, 15% off. One five. One five. Go check it out. All right. So I just put a link in the chat. There's also a link down below in the description on YouTube. There's a few links down there, but if you click down below, you can find it. I also just put it in the live chat. So again, appreciate your support. Um, oh, wait, what do we have here from Anna? Thank you, Anna. I made my she City made Connect color. Into a crop top. Perfect. First of all, our female viewers are incredible. I feel like our female viewers have bought everything. Anna, we need like a picture of this shirt. What's going yes, on? Yes, put it on social media. If you have social media. Yes. Or find Instagram us. Tag us. Or Insta- I, I don't know how you find us. How do you find us? We're on Instagram. Twitter. It's very simple. John and Jim. Okay. That is pretty simple. Actually, when you put it that way. It is. I hope Pedro's waiting for the clearance blowout. Well, well that's when AM radio goes by the wayside. Right. When we're fired in the year. <laughs> when we're fired. 
Yeah. Yeah, exactly. By the way, we're on the radio tomorrow through to six. We always appreciate your listenership on the radio or or the iHeartRadio app. We'll hear from Bob Melvin post game. That game's over by the time we're on. Game's at mm-hmm. 10 a.m. Pacific. We'll break down the series. We'll look at the Dodgers. I mean, here we are again. Padres, Dodgers. That's what's coming up. Um, hopefully they play better. Hopefully they win two out of three up there. Because if not, same old story. Same old story. Um, which Joe Musgrove talked about a little bit today. So, yeah, it's it's a big road trip. It's a big road trip. So, okay, Anna's going to post one tomorrow, Jim. Perfect. Cool. Thank you. Seriously. Um, potentially, Chad. Potentially. Stand by, depending on how they play. Here's the thing with Friday night. Let me forewarn on Friday night. Jim's doing it solo. And before that, the Warriors game will be on with the Padres versus Dodgers. It'll be a disaster. And if the, if both of those teams lose, well, oh it might be a little my. late because it's a good point. What, do you know what time the Warriors play on a Friday night? Is it seven or is it later than that? It's like seven. Okay, so maybe what nine forty-five? Well, actually, what time's the game? Oh, the Dodgers game doesn't start till seven ten, probably in LA. There's only one way this is going: either both of those teams win or both those teams lose. So you could see a drunk gym situation. You could see a shit show. Yeah. You could see a, a very upset Jim on Friday night or a very happy Jim on Friday night, regard, which, whichever way this goes. I look forward to it. All right. One last plea. You only got a couple of days to vote for us in the best of UT readers poll. Only got a couple of days. Okay. Please, please vote if for us. If we're not the best sports talk show or the best radio show or the best drive time show, then what are we? Well, we're still John and Jim, and we're still doing the wrap-up show. We're nothing, actually. We it, should just It quit. takes 30 seconds. We don't want to lose the belt. I mean, Jim's always wearing the belt around the office, the best whatever we won last year. Mm-hmm. So um, if you wouldn't mind, click the link. It takes 30 seconds to vote. Find us in there. We're nominated in a couple categories, I think three of them. Uh, just put an email address in. You're voting for us, and we do appreciate your support. We celebrated with you guys last year, if you remember, when we won that award. I don't know. We were knocking down pinatas, or Jim was drinking, or the theme of last year was Jim was constantly like taking Jaeger shots like all season. I was in a dark place last year. <laughs> you really were, weren't you? And then I then I found Aaron and everything was better. Yes. Thank you, Aaron. Um, what swears? What are you talking about? <laughs> um, all right, guys. What can you say? I mean, they lost four <laughs> three in nineteen and eighteen. Overall, all right, please subscribe. Seriously, if you're a Padres fan, please subscribe. You're here live or on replay, please do that. If you're watching on replay, we appreciate the super thanks. That is a really good way to throw, uh, show your support of this channel. Um, please follow us on Twitter at John Schaefer, at Jim Russell SD. Please support our partners, Mark Nimitz at Farmers Insurance. You got insurance needs? Mark your guy. Link down below. Aura, O-R-A dot organic. Looking to get healthier with plant-based supplements? Will, their co-founders to San Diegan, click the link down below. Underdog Fantasy is the place to be playing daily pick'em or daily draft contesting. Use promo code PADRAP, P-A-D-S-W-R-A-P, get a 100% deposit match up to $100. All right. I'm going to add tonight's Soto home run to the video I made for J- Yeah, what was that video that I randomly saw on social media? That was from our buddy James? It was amazing. It was incredible. Like basically like saying Jim's an idiot, right? Yeah, pretty much. It was incredible. James, keep up the good work. That's the work we're looking for. Um, all right. For Jim, I'm John. We'll see you tomorrow on the radio, 3 p.m. San Diego Sports 760, iHeartRadio app. Peace. Bye. Warriors won, by the way.